0: Hi there, listeners, and welcome to the second episode of Rethinking Lost. Join me, Elton McManus, and Scott Copperman as we talk about the Black Rock, Libby, and Christian Shepherd's body. Oh.
1: So we're back with our review of IGN's top 50 Lost Loose Ends. Um, in our last episode, we did Loose Ends 50 through 40. Actually had decided pretty much all of them were resolved. Uh, number 40 being the Adam and Eve skeletons in the cave. And we left that as, you know, not resolved. And I think everyone agrees with that. Yeah. So this week, we're going to uh, pick up the pace a little bit here and go... All the way up to number twenty, and then in our next episode, we'll give you twenty through or nineteen through number one. Cool. And what I did find is a follow-up article by IGN staff. Um, The original article of their top fifty lost loose ends comes from November two thousand six, and then in December of two thousand eight, literally in the middle of last season, or no, right before last season, I guess that would be. They revisited it, revisited it themselves and have their own judgment of what they felt was a loose end or tied up at that time. Excellent. Go through uh, real quickly the 10 we did already. The others in the outside world, they agree with us that there's some answers probably all we're going to get. Who was patchy? All tied up. How you get back and forth to the prison island? They say that's all tied up. It's the submarine. The echo quote, John 305 on the stick. They feel that there's still more information needed. Not Mm. quite a loose end, but We don't really know much more about it,
0: and probably never will. No, we probably won't get any more about that, will we? No. The
1: four-toed statue, to them, was still a loose end, but as we said, we've seen quite a bit more this past season. Guns in the hatches, they said that was a loose end, but again, they didn't get to see the 1970s Sawyer and Locke and Jack back in the Dharma days. Yeah. Uh, The cable, all tied up. Bearing of the compass being 325. They said more information was revealed, but we were all thrown a curveball with the bearing of 305. Uh, We were bombarded with the bearing of 305 and then 40 kilometers to the east as a direction to get to the Kahana from the island. So, yeah, that's when Faraday shuttling the people back and forth, I guess. In fact, the Kahana and island had a time disconnect as the people on the freighter seemed to be in the future compared to the dens. People on the island seemed to be in the future compared to the freighter people.
0: Yeah, that was all very cool.
1: Yeah uh 42 was the pearl all tied up they said uh the radio tower all tied up number 40 was skeletons in the cave and still a loose end and that brings us to number 39 which is something you had brought up a couple times why didn't ben go off violin to get the surgery or specifically here it says why didn't ben take jack right away why did they wait three seasons to kidnap him
0: i have no idea they they I can't understand why they couldn't have just walked up there once their plane had crashed and gone. Excuse me, are you a doctor? You know, do you mind? I've, I've got something on my back. <laughs> why? Why couldn't he have done that and been all friendly? And I, I suppose they didn't want their um, their place on the island disru- disrupted because uh, they were quite li- happily living in their uh, huts, reading books, having book clubs, cooking muffins, and fixing plumbing, weren't they?
1: Yeah, I think. There was a, a fear of the outsiders, but specific point they raised that I, I have to agree with here is there was that one episode where uh, Kate is kidnapped before everyone else by and,
0: Mr. Friendly.
1: Yes. And, you know, light them up, the torches go up. Yeah. And, get sense. and the question raised here is if they wanted Jack, why didn't they just say right there, you can have Kate back, give us the doctor?
0: Yeah, they could and have taken him right there and then, couldn't they?
1: And uh, I would say that's still a loose end. You know, we don't know why it all had to play out that way.
0: Yeah. And uh, IGN agrees. And they still feel it's a loose end. Just seem to be dragging their heels, didn't they? Yeah. I don't think there's much more on that one, is there? No, no.
1: Uh, so number thirty-eight was the significance of the hundred-eight minutes. Now the timing of this again is two thousand and six. So. We've already had the implosion of the Swan Station. Yeah. So it's not a matter of what happens if the clock doesn't, the button doesn't get pushed every hundred eight minutes. It's more a question of what is special about a hundred eight.
0: Right. I see. Um. Now I I know if you had all the numbers for eight, fifteen, sixteen, twenty three, forty two, uh, up together, you end up with a hundred eight. Mm-hmm. Now. The Oceanic
1: Six spent 108 days on the island. That's right. There may be no extraordinary significance to the number, IGN says. Homer fought off 108 suitors in the Odyssey. There are 108 stitches on a regulation baseball. In Euclidean space, the interior angles of a pentagon are 108. In martial arts, there are 108 pressure points. So it it may just be
0: just the number. Just a nice number that they've heard lots about, and they thought they'd drive the plot with it, maybe.
1: And then once it actually had some significance, I think they probably, given the choice of having the, the survivors stay on the island 107 days or 106 or 108, felt like it was worth making the connection. But
0: It's just nice having all them uh, coincidences that run together.
1: Right. The fact that there are all these coincidences adds something to the mystery of the island, but I don't think the coincidences themselves are supposed to have extreme meaning in every case. Yeah. So it's definitely not resolved. In fact, I don't, think, I don't think the numbers are formally cleared up in the canon of the show as it is. I think that was part of one of the extra games, the Valenzetti equation.
0: Yeah, I think that's uh, further on down the, the list, so I, I won't go into the numbers too much now, but there, there is a lot more to be revealed on these. Okay, so I would say it's not resolved. Though. No. All right. Number
1: 37 is about uh, how long have the events on the island been going on? So in 2006, all we really knew was there was this mysterious slave ship, the Black Rock. So it appeared to have a history of hundreds of years. The skeletons of the cave were 40, 50 years old. Amelia Earhart, we suspected, might have been on the island there. So it really was only a sense that it went back maybe 100, 200 years, mm-hmm. probably longer. I mean, it's an island, but we weren't given the glimpse that we've been given since. Um, now we've seen the 50s. We've seen the statue being built. We have the sense that Jacob and the dark-shirted guy are in the middle of some sort of thousand-year-long experiment or longer.
0: Yeah, that's what it seems to me. It seems like it's been going on for yonks, you know, many hundred years, and they seem to be playing a game that keeps repeating on itself, and the thought is that it only ends once. Right.
1: And, well, the hieroglyphics we see all around definitely imply that there's a connection to Egyptian times and Egyptian culture. So I think you can go back at least 2,000 years now that this has been going on and probably longer.
0: Yeah, possibly, yeah. There's an interesting
1: thing in this IGN article. I'll read you the sentence real quick. Um, Many things that we've seen on the island have led us to believe that odd occurrences have been happening for quite a while, unless time travel or a rift in the natural timeline was found. The only real information we have found on this topic so far is that it is not time travel confirmed by co-creator and head writer Damon Lindelof. So then, how long has whatever has been happening at Island been happening? So that's interesting that they say it's not time travel. I'll have to look into exactly what what's being referenced there.
0: Well, maybe the game has got nothing to do with time travel. Uh, I, I think, obviously there is time travel in the program, but that has only come around because Dharma has started to play with time travel. So that might not be to do with the the main plot line of the whole story that's been running, right? No, that makes sense. So when he says no, the events nothing to do with time travel at all. He's he's not lying, is he? No, it's
1: conveniently leaving stuff out.
0: Yeah, yeah. He he's just leaving a couple of blanks, isn't he? By the yeah. way, there there is time travel, but that's around the corner, around there.
1: Yeah. Well, I think this was uh, about as resolved as it's going to get. I don't know that we're going to get an official start date. I think the fact that they've shown us, it goes well well past the Black Rock. The Black Rock is the 50th or 1,000th example of people coming to the island and going through this ongoing battle that can only end once. That's right. Um, I mean, I hope we'll get more details about Richard Alpert and at least look at some specific episodes from the past, get more of a sense of what's going on. But I think as far as it being a loose end, We know pretty much what we're supposed to know.
0: Yeah, that's right. Cool.
1: Uh, Number 36, who is Christian Shepherd's daughter? Easy peasy. Oh, that's all tied up.
0: Yeah, that's... uh, I've forgotten her name now. (laughs) Claire. Claire... What was her last name? Uh, Littleton. Claire Littleton. That's it. He went to Australia to look for his daughter, to speak to his daughter, and ended up getting the door slammed in his face, and it ended up being Claire, didn't it? Yep. So, yeah, Yeah. nice and easy one.
1: (laughs) All right, number 35, where is the Pearl's crew? When the Pearl's discovered, it's quickly realized that two people were to sit in this room and observe the actions of people in the swan and perhaps other undiscovered hatches, write down in the marble notebooks what they saw, and send out the notebooks in those tubes. But I think you mentioned this in uh, the last episode. The notebooks were all there in a pile. Where were the, the Pearl people? We don't really know what happened
0: yeah now how long have them uh books been there that that's the thing why weren't they collected and did they run off for a, a, a reason see that there, there was a um a situation of the cigarette still burning when we got into the pearl hatch right there was a cigarette still burning on the table and what well, they said that it was still burning so you know we got to take it as gospel that it was i didn't see it burning to be honest but I, I that wasn't
1: from nikki and paulo though
0: what bursting in there
1: no, the uh, cigarette. I always thought that's
0: what the cigarette was from. Oh.
1: Because they were in there, right? They were caught. Or they got trapped in there when Ben and Juliet came in. They were hiding in the, the bathroom or somewhere in there.
0: Yeah, that's right, yeah.
1: So I thought it was their cigarette. Now, I'm looking at the IGN second look, and they claim uh, the cigarette is still unresolved. But I think we saw who, who the cigarette belonged to. Right. But as far as the purpose of the station... That's, we've got a little more information, not too much yet.
0: Yeah, I like to believe that something happened, something spooked the uh, the pole crew and they've made a dart through a different tunnel, because we know that you can get into the pole through a different tunnel. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping that they've darted through a different tunnel, leaving everything turned on, monitors on, cigarettes still burning, and they they've made a shimmy, maybe they were part of the others, keeping an eye on the people in the SWAN. That's just, true. just so they know what's going on and what's what's afoot and so they can plan their next moves and who with and who we can manipulate. Yeah, so that, That's the way I like to think of it anyway. But I don't think we'll find out who was down there or what were they doing. Alright, let's see.
1: Number 34 is the black and white symbolism. What are they trying to convey with all these examples through the show? The skeletons, the black and white stones they have, the Backgammon board and the conversation Locke had about it. Uh, Claire had a dream that featured Locke sporting one black eye and one white eye.
0: Oh, that was freaky. That was really, really freaky. <laughs> uh, also, uh, Mr. Echo, he had armbands, one black, one white, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm trying to think of any other symbolism. There was, there was um a part of one of Desmond's flashbacks, I think it was, uh, uh, Flashes Before Your Eyes, there was two stones on one of his coffee tables, and they were one black and one white there. Mm-hmm. So I think it's just uh, good versus evil. Obviously, you, you said Jacob was in a, uh, a white T-shirt. The other guy was in a black T-shirt. So, yeah. That's represented there.
1: Yeah. I think it's still a loose end. I think it will be some sort of massive symbolism that's that's kind of tied in at the end. I think someone who's willing to open their mind a little bit will be able to look at the final... Uh, finale of the show and be able to say ah, it was this versus this and yeah, black and white were part of that.
0: Yeah, I, I don't think it'll be a, a huge reveal per se. I think it'll more be okay, this one was white, this one was black, okay, fine, fair enough. They're, they're obviously right. just setting two sides.
1: Right, you can sort it out later.
0: Yeah. Alright,
1: number 33 is about Jack being tossed from the plane. How, uh. in the pilot he's Not at the crash site. He's laying in the jungle. Everybody that survived was busy running around on the beach. Jack quietly wakes up, far off in the distance. Was he moved? Was he placed there? Why did his pupils dilate?
0: See, with his pupils dilating, I think that's just... you got your eyes closed, you got your eyes open. They're going to do that, aren't they? On a Mm -hmm. sunny island, so... I don't think there's much to read into that. Why is he so far away from the crash site? Maybe he was just thrown from the plane, or... Maybe time travel has something to do with it, and he was placed there at a later date, but not remembering where he'd been.
1: Well, back in 2006, uh, there was uh, a sense that Jack might have been an other with amnesia, either induced or natural. Okay. Because Anna Lucia knew that Goodwin wasn't one of theirs because he came out of the forest when everyone else had swam to shore with the tail section. Yeah. Um, we've also since seen with the Ajira crew... Um, I mean, their plane crashed, but Jack and Kate and Hurley and Saeed were scattered around the island, literally just flashed right out of the plane and, and plucked out there. So yeah. maybe that same thing happened to Jack. There's also the Mobisode episode. Well, Mobisode. There's also that little thing that they had uh, <laughs> during one of the summer seasons where we see Christian Shepherd with Walt's dog and he, he you know pulls calls the dog over and says now go find my son he's got work to do
0: yeah i've seen that yeah that that's, that's supposed to be at the very beginning uh, alongside with this part isn't it
1: right and i think those are considered uh part of the show's mythology uh, a lot of them were deleted scenes and or just supplemental bits that were thrown in but i think that are intended to be part of the actual story
0: do you think that they're supposed to be canon but they can't I don't think you can class them as canon though, because they haven't no. actually been shown on on the show itself.
1: Right. I guess technically they're not, but there's not much in there that would be contradicted at any point, because all they really were were uh, interactions between characters in non-plot centric ways. Yeah. You know, whether it's uh, Frogert wanting to go out on a date with Libby and talking to Hurley about that. Yep. You know that's not exactly yeah. <laughs> Oh, so he did know Libby before, anything like that. It was just... <laughs> gave him a name, really, that's it. Yeah. So as far as why he's in the jungle, I'd say that's I I personally don't think that's a loose end. I think it's supposed to be the same as uh, what happened with the Ajira people. But because it's not the exact same outcome, he didn't travel in time, and it hasn't been stated that way. I mean, I'll accept that it's still unresolved.
0: Yeah, so... You think they've done it like that, so it gets people talking about it and asking the question, you know, why was he, uh, was he thrown from a plane and why is he lying there?
1: Yeah, well, you know, wasn't he originally supposed to die? That was the original version of
0: uh, yeah, It was supposed to be Kate was uh, the hero and he was supposed to die in the pilot. Yeah, it was supposed to be Michael Keaton, wasn't it? And Michael Keaton was supposed to be killed off and then Kate takes the lead role. So I don't know
1: if then they changed who was cast out in the woods. Was Kate the one who would have been out there, or did Jack? Was Jack intended to still be in the woods like that, come hmm. in, and he would die? Because if he was going to die anyway, then it becomes a real non-issue.
0: Yeah, that's right. I I just like to think that he was just thrown from the plane. Yeah. But what was that black thing above his left shoulder, though? Have you ever seen that?
1: No. There's a lot of those kind of shadowy things in there, though, that they say, oh, oh I know what you mean, the thing that Ben had, the little uh, club stick he had, is that what you're talking about? I'm not too sure, it just looks like it's a canister like a or something.
0: Oh. just looks like a canister, a black canister. Oh, it, I don't know, I have to Very, very weird.
1: Yeah, I'll have to go back and take another look. I thought there was like a little weapon that Ben had off island. It was like a little billy club kind of thing. Yeah. And I have seen somewhere if, clips that show we've seen that before. And I think that might be the thing you're talking about. I, it might be in this pilot somewhere by where Jack is laying down.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'll have to look though. All right. So 32 is the supply drop. You know, in the second season episode, of Lockdown, a shipment of supplies, including food and medicine, apparently drops from the sky. It's a big pallet, has a parachute and a flashing beacon, but nobody heard the airplane, nobody saw the airplane.
0: I, I personally think, obviously these are from Dharma, because everything on the, the pallet, apart from the Apollo bars, is labelled with Dharma labels. hmm I, I personally think that Dharma was sending stuff back through time, and then dropping it on the island. And so that's why you're not hearing a plane, or... There's a rumor that these uh, drops could have been done from balloon, but I think people would have seen them. Even though it was dropped at night, wasn't it? But no one heard a plane or anything like that, but I I think the only way that they could explain that is that Dharma were sending stuff back through time.
1: Or ahead in time, you mean, basically, like in in 1977, they were dropping it, and... As it hit the bubble of the island, it was it was not landing for another thirty years.
0: Oh yeah, it could be.
1: Well, yeah, yeah, right, maybe
0: um, Dharma in nineteen seventy-seven were having their food drops, and, it,
1: and some of these are are lost food drops.
0: Yeah. All right, two thousand
1: six. We hadn't. We only saw the pallet. Later on, we saw the episode where Locke uh, <laughs> is playing chess. That enters seventy-seven. Yep. Episode, And some of the options are, uh, for Pallet Drop, enter 2-4. And Saeed has a binder, that's the Food Drop Protocol binder. Yep. It doesn't really answer anything, but it it does seem to make it definitely a Dharma thing.
0: Yeah, it's from that era then, from 77, yeah. Well,
1: that's interesting, enter 7-7 and... We're talking about the '70s is when Dharma was there. I wonder if that was another little <laughs> thing left in there, yeah, or so am it, I just doing what everybody else does with the numbers?
0: So well, yeah, that, that's what I thought about the Enter Seven Seven. Uh, after we'd gone back to 1977, and then I rewatched Enter Seven Seven. Oh, there we go. Seven, 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 seven. Put them together. There you go. Understood that, and that made a little bit more sense. It just wraps it up in a nice little bow. For the time being, at least. But it is nice to know that in 1977 they were looking for uh, pallet drops. So yeah. yeah, they they could maybe they didn't receive any pallet drops, or, well, or one or two went missing.
1: Let's think about that video again for a second. You have uh, Marvin Hallowax, Marvin Candle, whatever his name was in that episode, mm-hmm. and he, I believe, the options were uh, to interact about the pallet drop or to. To comment on a hostile incursion, yeah. So the timing of that all has a sense of of the '70s. Yeah. So maybe there is something with like a bubble with the island and and things getting lost that way, or maybe there was some sort of deal made <laughs> that kind of keeps that all going. Um, I think the palette that Jack and Kate and Sawyer and all them found was more than was one of many. That has probably come to the island, and I think the others have been using the other pallets. Yes. Because, you know, Patchy was there, or Mikhail, and he probably was kind of regulating that all along. You know, that was his chess game. That was his yeah. station. So I don't know. So I guess technically that's definitely a loose end. Yep.
0: Let's, let's leave it open for now anyway.
1: All right. right. Uh, number 31 is, why
0: couldn't Desmond leave the island? Because he's in a bloody snow globe. That's why.
1: <laughs> he gets to the sailboat. He begins sailing. He comes back and uh, he's drunk. And he tells the Losties he was sailing for two and a half weeks due west. And couldn't go anywhere.
0: The first uh, land that he saw was at that bloody island, as he said. Yeah. Good drunk mm-hmm. acting as well, I thought. And he, <laughs> so, he was drunk on the old uh, McCutcheons as well, wasn't he? Yes. Which... I know it doesn't get mentioned in this list, but it's everywhere. And one thing I did notice, if you go to the uh, Ajira Airways website, it's, I think, co-founded by someone called McCutcheons, Hmm. which is another little link. I'll have to take a look at
1: that. But as far as uh, Desmond, I think I would think that's resolved. I'm kind of surprised to see it's not resolved in the eyes of IGN with their... Uh, December 2008,
0: second look. Yeah, I'd I'd say that was re- resolved because you have to hit a bearing to leave the island. And obviously right. he wasn't hitting any sort of bearing at all.
1: Maybe they just feel like that explanation isn't satisfactory. That that whole thing about the bearing still isn't really tied up well. Yeah. All right, so uh, number 30. Ben claims he's always lived on the island. But um, back in 2006 nobody knew whether to believe him. He just pretended to be Henry Gale. You know, was he a descendant of the Blackrock ship crew? Was he part of the group that built the four toed statue? Or was he lying? Interestingly, IGN says it's all tied up because we've seen Ben be born. You know, we saw his mother die in childbirth. We saw them get recruited to the, come to the Island by Goodspeed and Roger Workman, yeah. <laughs> being his father. Um, I would actually say we've had new questions raised about that statement because we saw Ben die, or Ooh. essentially die, and yeah. be reborn and saved by the
0: by the island. So in one way, he could be telling the truth, and from another point of view, he could be lying because right. he wasn't born on the island physically. Uh, right. He was born just outside Portland.
1: Right, so I think the actual... Historical event-wise, yes, it's all tied up. But in terms of how Ben sees that statement, yeah, we're still not sure whether he was lying or whether he genuinely believes it.
0: Yeah, because he was taken to the temple, wasn't he, by Richard Alpert? At which yes. point he could have been reborn or right. taken over or healed. And from that point of view, he could be resetting his, his mind's eye and going, OK, right, from that point on, I've lived on the island all my life. I have to say,
1: I don't see a dramatic change in Ben's personality pre-Temple and post-Temple. I mean, I I would have kind of bought into the whole idea of him being tainted or changed by the monster or the Temple in some way. Mm -hmm. Had we seen him be a little more innocent prior to Saeed shooting him. Oh, as a kid. Yeah, it looked like, I mean, what, a 12 or 13-year-old? He already looked angry. He already, you know, he said to Saeed, like, you know, I've been told to be patient. I want to. He already wanted to be another.
0: He yeah, that's because his dad was a jerk to him, though. You know, I think he was just going through that stroppy thirteen-year-old syndrome. Like, oh, I don't want to do this. Go. Don't <laughs> want to do what my dad tells me. And I, I think it was more that.
1: And so do you, you don't think? Well, so you think the temple changed
0: Ben? In some ways? I think it did, yeah. It gave him a more clearer sight into looking after the island. I know we haven't seen that yet, but I, I, I think that it's more or less cleansed him and going, okay, right, this is why I'm here. I must look after the island. It's my island now. See, I don't know, though,
1: because I, I I, could see that being what was supposed to happen, but I find holes in that in his inability to kill Penny. to In... It, the way he interacted with um, Charles Widmore mm-hmm. when he was going to uh, kick Widmore out, and how he had a hard time with uh, Daniel Rousseau—he was supposed to kill Rousseau, and I think kill the baby too, wasn't he? And he he opted instead, yeah, to save the baby. So I I get the sense from that that he's still the same person, you know, that that damaged boy who wanted to be accepted and wanted a better life inside was a good person, but just circumstance had beat him up that yeah. we saw um, when Saeed shot him, grew up to be a, just a bigger version of that same person. His conversation with Jacob, and he's like, you know, all those times I came, all those lists, you know, and he gets to do what he wants. He gets immediate audience. Oh He sounded just like that little boy. And, I just see goodness in him in the way he dealt with Penny and the way he dealt with Rousseau. Yeah. And and even just other things I think he's immature, <laughs> underdeveloped socially, but um I I, I thought the temple was going to make him cold, like he'd be dead on the inside kind of thing. And I mean he loves Alex. He he cried for Alex.
0: I I think he, he is a cold character, but he didn't know that Penny had a kid. He didn't know Daniel Rousseau had a kid either, did he? And so he's gone to do them two jobs in the mm-hmm. clear clear mind of, OK, right, I'm going to go around there and I'm going to pop a cap in their ass. And he's he's gone there and they've got children and it's just stumped him. And he can't go through with the act that he was quite happy to do 30 seconds before that. So I think maybe the... He, he sees himself in the children and his mind is remembering himself being a child and being rejected and losing everything. And maybe yeah. he's, he's just looking back on that and then changing his mind on them actions that he was going to partake in.
1: I just feel like with the temple, they made it sound like he was going to be changed. And, and I look at current Ben and child, you know, pre-shooting Ben and, I'm not quite sure yet what the temple did to him because Mm -hmm. to me he just looks like that same kid raised in a maladjusted way, surrounded by freaky people and uh, not developing good social skills. But if he turned into just a cold-blooded machine, a killer, even Michael. Michael killed people uh, because that's what he was told to do, but it's what he felt he had to do. And I I just don't – I see Ben having – a lot of that little kid's still in
0: him. Yeah. Okay, I fair enough. We worked out. All
1: right. Uh, number 29 is uh, Where was Desmond hiding his boat?
0: I have no idea at all.
1: I don't either. It's a loose end. I don't know if
0: we're going to get that story again. No, I don't, I don't think it's a very important uh, story, to be honest. Was it Kelvin that repaired his boat after he had uh, crashed onto the island and mm-hmm. it was just tucked around the side? Where is it now? Didn't the others take it? I'm pretty sure the others took it. Okay. Didn't Um. Saeed, Jin, and Sun went round the corner to help mm-hmm. Jack at the end of season two. Yeah. Then, the others stormed it. One of their pe- people got killed, didn't they? And I think the they Sun just Sun kills uh, that Colleen, I think, right? Yeah. Oh, that's a great scene as well. Yeah. You can't kill me. Yes, I can. Kablemo. Oh. Well <laughs> wait, so if they took the
1: boat, then how did... I don't remember how Sun and Saeed got back. Or did they burn the boat, blow it up? I'll have to look, that, look back into that. But I don't remember where it is. It's probably not that important either. But no, I don't think we'll ever know where Desmond was hiding the boat.
0: No, I don't think it's important at all. Alright, number
1: 28. The survivors captured by the others.
0: What the others done with the children, or Cindy, or... When yes. did they take them? Um, what were they used for, I suppose? Uh, I think they've just taken the children because obviously they they can't take their own children. They see them as pure and they're taking them to the temple. My personal opinion. Or they're just taking them out into the jungle just to grow up as the new others.
1: Yeah, I think the, the children, I can definitely buy that. The deal with Cindy... I have a feeling that she may have been an other all along. Really? Because, you know, I'm not sure. If you're going to take the children because they're pure, they're moldable, they're untainted, whatever it might be, mm-hmm. that's fine. But we saw Cindy Chandler, the friendly flight attendant who was flirting with Jack before the plane crash, mm-hmm. watching him in the cage. <laughs> it just seems like she's one of the few adults who was taken in and it would kind of make sense given all the connections they have off island for her to have been somehow related to the others or Widmore and all.
0: Possibly, if if she wasn't another, was she taken to the temple and changed? If if that's could what the temple does, that could be because
1: she had kind of that spacey look to her.
0: Yeah. Interestingly,
1: IGN says when they made the list back in 2006, they felt like it would never be addressed. You know who was taking it was just one of those things that might have been just kind of passed off as as part of the the mystery of the island. But then, then we got to see Cindy staring at, at Jack in the cage and.
0: Well, she was um, hiking with him as well, wasn't wasn't she? Yeah.
1: So it's still like to know why, but it's probably a uh, all we're probably going to get is an explanation of Jacob and the dark Shredder band's style of of game. Yeah. And we'll get a sense of where they fit into it. Okay. Uh, number 27 is the Dharma Shark. The shark with the logo on its, I guess, the tail.
0: Yeah, that's right. Now, uh, in the beginning, this was a, uh, a muck around with the special effects guys, wasn't it? I've heard that. Uh, I've heard it was kind of done as a joke. Yeah.
1: We've seen the hydro Station, so we know there's aquatic experiments going on. So it just kind of adds to that.
0: I, I think a special effect guy has done that, and then someone's gone, oh, that's a good idea. And then they've built around that. They've just, when they were holding Jack, he said, uh, this pen looks like it's something that could hold a shark or a dolphin. And I th- think that's just a throwaway just to wrap up that little story there. Well, it does say on the Blastdoor
1: map. I can't pronounce it, but whatever, something in Latin, Selective Breeding Facility, which basically means it's a great white shark breeding ground. Yeah. So, oh, okay. that would make sense. So, I guess it's intentional, but probably getting a lot more attention than it should have. Yeah. Um, number 26 is Libby. Libby, the mysterious character who gave Desmond the boat and was in the mental institution and Unfortunately, left on bad terms with the show's producers and probably is not going to come back and give us the story.
0: No, we've been told by the producers that that's it for Libby, isn't it? That that story is all not tied up, but you're not going to get yeah. any more from, from her. Which is a shame because she um she befriended Hurley on the, the island, didn't she? Uh, she was also, at the end of one of his flashbacks... She turned up in Santa Rosa as mm-hmm. a, a big, spaced-out druggie with brown yep. hair. Uh, she gave Desmond her dead husband's sailboat so he can sail around the world. Yeah, And there, there was a lot of plot devices running through her. And I think she had a bigger role to play. But If also- you can get
1: one answer about Libby, if you can know one thing about her story and one connection, which which one would you want to know?
0: Uh, um, I, th- I think it's a toss-up between the boat and Santa Rosa.
1: I suspect they
0: might be connected,
1: because isn't her husband... Her husband was Dave, right, or David? Yes, and I think so, yeah. Her husband died, I believe, and David was visiting Hurley in Santa Rosa.
0: Oh, so you think that's the same Dave?
1: I think that's her Dave.
0: So her husband... I think it's
1: all connected in that way. I think that's where it would have gone.
0: Right. But... But wasn't Dave a figment of Hurley's imagination, though?
1: Or is he now like all the other dead people he sees?
0: See, now, I thought... I don't know if this is going to turn up later or not, but I thought that in Santa Rosa, that's part of Hurley's imagination. On the island, somehow the smoke monster has created Dave. Because Mm. on, on dry land, he wouldn't touch the the uh, the basketball would he 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 wouldn't interact with him at all but on on the island he threw his shoe he threw other bits and he interacted with him and yeah. I I thought that was either black smoke or something along them lines
1: yeah and what was Dave trying to get him to do to go off the cliff right
0: yeah, jump off the edge yeah jump into the sea wasn't it now so, do you
1: think Libby is uh, like one of the characters that we see making things happen not like Abaddon but I mean, she gave Desmond the boat. She was near Hurley. Do you think that she was intended to be uh, someone like Jacob who's been kind of keeping an eye on people?
0: I think she's there to, you know, push people in general directions, just give them small little nudges either this way or that way. Mm -hmm. Like with Desmond, you know, he needs a sailboat, and she luckily turns up with a sailboat. Obviously, I, I... personally think that Whitmore's paid her off or something along them lines to get desmond onto the island i don't know i'm not sure
1: i think though as much as i would like to see the producers say at the end hey this is what we were going to do i don't think they will
0: i don't think we're going to get a an ending or conclusion to her story um she's a she was a huge part of the story but sometimes that happens in life doesn't it you do end end up getting popped off at inappropriate times and that's what happened. Right. I think once she'd died, the next next episode, then Desmond turned back up on the island and it would have been interesting to see his reaction towards her. Oh, that's right. On, okay, you just gave me this boat. What are you doing here? It would right, have been he interesting. Saw, he
1: knew Jack. He would have known her. That would have been pretty cool. Yeah. it's
0: Just a sl- slither of time and you know, they didn't get to meet. It's interesting
1: who they... Invested a lot of the mythology in. I mean, Aaron is special. We know nothing about him. Walt was supposedly a big deal. He's come and gone. Libby looks like she's connected to a whole bunch of people. Yep. Come and gone. I mean, there's a a number of characters that they really uh, made integral parts of the story, and we haven't really gotten a payoff from them yet. Jacob is is another one that. And Mr. Echo. Mr. Echo, yeah. Now, Hopefully. Jacob is finally coming in. Yeah. But for the longest time, here was this guy that we didn't know anything about. Um, even Horace Goodspeed. You know, there's someone that he was in the flashback that helped Locke find the cabin. Yeah. You know, he recruited or he invited um, Ben to get to the island. And Right now, if you were to ask me what makes uh, Horace Goodspeed an important part of the lost story – is he's the reason Ben is on the island. Yeah. Just that fate brought him... Other than that, he's not really even in charge of Dharma. <laughs> the, uh, uh... What's his name? Rosinski?
0: Yeah, he seems to be taking I mean, over control now, doesn't he? Yep.
1: Yeah. And, I mean, Sawyer came out of the woods and became just as powerful as Horace.
0: Yeah, he's a very lax leader, isn't he? Yeah. I think,
1: maybe in that sense, it's, he is how Ben got to the island, and he paints a picture of Dharma having two faces. The hippie, we're just scientists, man. We just want to like live a good life out here in the island, be yeah. mellow, not bother anything.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then there's the other Dharma, which is the Rosinski: We have an agenda. Ann Arbor wants results. Kind yeah. Of thing. All right, so Libby's an unfortunate
0: loose end. Yeah. Moving on to loose end number 25 uh the yes. black rock this seems to be a uh, a slave ship i think it was portrayed as but where does it come from uh why is it in the middle of the island how did it get there is it really a slave ship and why the hell was it carrying dynamite as well it had loads right. of dynamite in it as well didn't it
1: yeah i think it was a loose end with a lot of questions in 2006 yeah. and it's it's got different questions now. You know, where is this? Where Richard Alpert came from? Is Jacob the captain of the Black Rock? That's what we were thinking back then. Now we saw Jacob watch the boat and the distance. So now the questions become: How did it get Middle of the Island? Yeah. Is Richard Alpert the lone survivor of that group that Jacob deemed being worthy of of
0: continuing on? Yeah. So I I heard um. Uh, someone say uh, that Richard Alpert could have been the first mate on the Black Rock.
1: I've heard that. Nah. And there's some other connections here, like um, Magnus Hanso was the captain, wasn't he of the Black Rock? Yeah, or? he
0: he was the um, he was a captain, and he it, it was his book that um, oh, what's his name? Jim Robinson. What's his name? Widmore. Yeah, Widmore. He bought. Uh, the, the captain logged in, they right, which was by a Magnus Hanso. Now, Hanso goes back to Dharma as well, doesn't it? Mm hmm. Which so there's another connection there, which is kind of peculiar. Here's a question for you
1: Widmore bought the journal, and the idea was that he was trying to find the island, yes. But and then we had one of the lost alternate reality games where they find the fake oceanic wreckage. And if I remember right, they were kind of using that journal to help them. Or there was there were some things in the Find Eight Fifteen game that that mentioned Widmore, mentioned the Black Rock, and we've seen a lot of uh, the Lost Experience had things about the Black Rock, and there was some uh, some details there and all. Mm-hmm. But Hawking knows where the island is, uh, so
0: Hawking can find the island. Yes,
1: right. And Widmore knows where Hawking is. Because he tells Desmond how to find her in an instant. Yep. I wonder what keeps him from just <laughs> using her resources to find out where it is. I mean, I know he's banished and it's against the rules. and But there must be some reason why he feels he has to go in this very roundabout way to get his freighter through there.
0: Did he buy the journal to get the freighter there? Because he hasn't been in contact with uh, Miss Hawkin, has he? I
1: know. He knew exactly where she was, though.
0: But they're not on speaking terms, are they? It doesn't seem that way, anyway. They're not on speaking terms, so he has to find another way. That's why he's bought the journal, and that stops anyone else getting the journal, because only a few people have actually read that journal.
1: All right, Faraday is his son. Yes. Right, is their son. He f- financed Faraday's work, and the woman who... The lab assistant who got the time travel sickness... Yep. Like, he... He has to know that Faraday goes on to be the inventor of that room.
0: I don't know.
1: I, I, I'm confused by that, like why he has to go in this very roundabout way. Yeah. I hope that gets explained in some part.
0: There, there's a lot of stories like that, though. That if they'd just gone from A to B, they would have got it all sorted out, and everyone would have been happy, but everyone seems to go on a, a roundabout way of getting to from A to B, but they go via W and Z. Mm-hmm. And it seems... A lot of stories are driven that way.
1: Yeah, and this may have been before they had an actual timeline for the show, like a, se- a series ending date. That that was something they thought they could really develop some extra episodes out of, and yeah, and introduce some new characters. So I think it's uh, the Black Rock is a loose end, but that we are going to get some sort of closure in this coming season.
0: Why would you think it was in the middle of the uh, island? That that's one of the spookiest things about it.
1: I think it's going to end up being storm-tossed as opposed to the island having popped in right underneath it the way I used to think. Yeah. I think now it's going to just be storm-tossed.
0: Okay, fair enough.
1: The next loose end is about Michael and Walt. In 2006, we didn't know what was happening to them, where they would go if we'd ever see them again. <laughs> IGN says it's all tied up because we've since seen them and seen what happens and Michael came back to the island. I don't think it's tied up though. I To me... Walt is completely unresolved.
0: I I think the Michael part of the story is totally tied up. That's it. I don't think you're going to see him ever again. That's it. All gone. But with Walt, I think he might be coming back very soon. And the problem that the writers had with him is he grew up far too quick. Yeah. And now the a certain amount of time has passed, and I think it fits in with the timeline now. And so, so he can come back within that correct timeline and seem seem to have grown up along them lines.
1: Well, let's take a look at Michael going back now. He tried to kill himself and he couldn't because the island wouldn't let him. Yeah. So, Mr. Friendly sends him on a mission with Ben's instructions. So, do you think that was Ben? Do you think that was Jacob telling Ben to do that?
0: Um, No, I think that was Ben because he knew that Widmore was sending a boat. I think that's Ben just putting another pawn in the way of Widmore. So then
1: where does the ghost of Christian Christian Shepherd come in? I mean, so he was he shows up on the boat and tells Michael when it's time he can finally die
0: because he's viewing the game being played out.
1: So you don't think he's in this Jacob versus somebody battle. He's like a third party.
0: Who Christian Shepherd? Yeah. I think I I had a revelation today actually. Um I think no, I'm gonna I'm gonna wait until we get to the Christian Shepherd's body to answer All right. that. Alright. I think save it. I have I've got my own ideas about him but I the reason why he turned up on the boat I think he's just observing the game. Okay.
1: So it's not because he was connected to Ben's instructions, he was just just popped in to kinda say, Alright, your your move is over.
0: Yeah, I, I think he's more like a streaker on the pitch at a football match. Right. Just just oh look look at that guy there. There you go. <laughs> right. And then he's gone. Okay.
1: So Michael's resolved. Walt, we feels unresolved. Oh, yes. Totally. All right. Number 23 is Desmond seeing the future. Basically, 2006, we, we only had two options, two instances where we saw him see the future. Where he knew that Locke was going to give a speech before he actually gave one. Yep. Yeah. And he wanted to uh, fix the roof of Claire's hut
0: because he
1: felt lightning was going to strike.
0: Yes, yep.
1: Now, that's all we knew then. We then came on to see, he knew uh, Charlie was going to die. He says he saw Claire getting on a helicopter. So it seems like the flashes have stopped.
0: Yeah, it seemed like all the flashes stopped once he left the island and found his constant. That's what it seemed to me, anyway. With him seeing into the future, though, uh, was he jumping into the future? Or was it just a a premonition that came to him? I always thought that he was slightly jumping ahead of himself.
1: Oh, well, that's a, so! Instead of being dislodged and going back in time like he did when he was on the freighter, yeah, he was slipping. He was getting this, that sickness, basically.
0: Yeah, but he was jumping forward in time instead. Well, that could be because he he says that just after he met up with Hurley, didn't he? he mm-hmm. He grabbed Hurley's shirt and was walking around, and then he mentioned uh, Locke's speech, yeah, now he hadn't seen anyone uh up until that point, so maybe when the pla- the the hatch imploded, he's jumped forward then he's jumped into his body and maybe what an hour or three hours ahead of himself, yeah that could be, and then jumped back was well, his, his okay. consciousness has done that,
1: yeah, it was slipping like it was, yeah. All right. Well, that segues nicely into uh, 22, which is about the hatch implosion. It was a loose end of many proportions, but largely, how did Desmond, Locke, and Echo get out, <laughs> even though they were in the station when it imploded?
0: Ooh, I don't
1: know. Where's Desmond's clothes? I, I think they really haven't even talked about it since
0: it happened. No, okay. Well, let's, let's go from the beginning, then. What caused the implosion? Uh, Desmond turning the key. Okay, what was the implosion? Why why did it happen? Why did it implode? Why did it not it explode? I would think, based on all that magnetism we saw, that it was everything was being
1: drawn inward towards some central point. Yep. Kind of like what we saw at the end of the last season, when Juliet got trapped underneath.
0: Right, okay. So would you say that everything was totally imploded. Everything was brought into one central point. I'm trying to think of what the station looks like now. It's a
1: big crater, right?
0: Yes, it's a dirty big crater. Nothing in the middle really. I'm under the impression that the electromagnetism is bringing everything in and either a detonation or a a bomb of some description uh, Mm -hmm. counteracts the magnetism bringing everything in and that pushes everything out and so even it evens out and cancels each other out. All
1: right. I'm trying to think. In some other sci-fi thing, they, they close a black hole or something like that with an explosion <laughs> in the same way. I'm, that's why I'm visualizing what you're describing, where they yeah, that's what... they kind of cap it off with a...
0: Equal and opposite, concept. really. Mm-hmm.
1: I guess. I I would say, in terms of our discussion, though, it's definitely a loose end. It's Yeah. And I don't know that we'll get answers for that, unfortunately. Not that it really matters to the plot, but it's one of those convenient like oh yeah hey did you see this going on over here <laughs> a little misdirection
0: yeah and like
1: yeah yeah but but jacob we're bringing you Jacob and the statue Here's the statue <laughs> don't worry about the hatch anymore
0: yeah i don't know how desmond got out of the hatch uh i don't know how he ended up naked running around in the buff i don't know how um either lock or echo was charlie down there as well
1: Charlie got out, but remember he came back and he just, like, I thought he was possessed or something at the end of that.
0: I thought he was just dazed. He just seemed very dazed and yeah. like he'd been in a big club, raving all night. He's got and He's like, oh, okay, one too many, as we all know what that feels like.
1: All right, so Christian's body. you are saving it for now. What's up with Christian's body?
0: Christian's body. Oceanic Flight A15 crashed on the island. His, cough, his body was in the coffin, wearing white tennis shoes. His body's gone missing. I think it was... Because the whole body is there, it's been reanimated by either the Black Smoke or Jacob. Now, it seems like the the Black Smoke can reanimate other bodies, or some other force can reanimate other bodies. And I think... Christian's body is Jacob. That's what I'm under the impression of. Now, my theory comes from this: on the episode's White Rabbit, mm-hmm. uh Jack is following around Christian's uh, body. He's pretty shocked. He, I know, he's dehydrated and stuff like that, but he's running around the island trying to find his dad's body because he's seen it, and you know he's supposed to be dead in a coffin.
1: Yeah.
0: Now, Christian Shepherd leads him to fall off the edge of a cliff. And then Locke turns up, doesn't he? Pulls mm-hmm. him off, off the edge of the cliff, and saves his life. I, at that point, think Black Smoke is Locke, and Christian Shepherd is Jacob.
1: Mm, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not with you on that. No. <laughs> no, I, I would be more inclined to think that that incarnation of Christian Shepherd, with the clinking of the glass, the ice, and stuff. Yeah. Um, and it was like Dave that there was some force trying to get rid of Jack and Hurley, whether it's the evil side in this Jacob dark-shirted battle
0: mm-hmm.
1: or the island protecting itself. I actually think there's kind of three forces in play here. I don't think Jacob is the island. I think there's Jacob, the dark-shirted guy, and the island, island itself has a Presence and personality. Okay. Um, Some of the times we see people who are not supposed to be there, it's the island manifesting them, either like Yemi and and Christian Shepard and Dave. I think that's the island kind of protecting itself against an outsider. Um, And then Locke, I think that's the dark-shirted guy possessing him. But I, I maybe separating things that should be combined, maybe this... Island personality, island sentience, is that dark-shirted guy. That's his loophole. He's transferred his being to the island and now can float. But when you say that uh, Jacob is the father and it was leading him off the cliff, I I think Jacob was going to be the good guy in this. So I I don't know if I agree Okay, that that would be that role. Maybe if you switched and said that the black
0: smoke was Christian and – Jacob. No. No, I I I'd, I'd still stay with my my opinion on that. Only because yeah. if Christian Shepherd was trying to dispose of Jack by getting him to run off a cliff by accident, wouldn't that suggest to you that he wasn't on Jacob's list? So he has to get rid of him at that point and try and get rid of him as early as possible in the game. Cuz Jack Shepherd was never on Jacob's list. True. What that means, I don't know, but he was never on the list.
1: So you think the things that Jack has done now, in this most recent episode, yeah, go against what Jacob would like to see happen. So what did Jack try to do? He, he tried. He he wanted the bomb.
0: Yeah, he caused the incident, didn't he?
1: Well, who's who's visiting Jack off island? What's that, Christian Shepherd?
0: Oh, what where he? He appears in, in his offices and the
1: smoke detector beeps and stuff.
0: Uh, that's got to be. I'd say that was Jacob. I'm I'm still under the impression that Locke is the black-shirted guy, Esau or whatever anyone mm-hmm. calls him, and Christian Shepherd is Jacob or a manifestation of Jacob.
1: Uh I have to think. Let's see. Well, what they, they seem to pla-
0: they seem to play off at each other. And Didn't
1: he say at one point, I'm not Jacob, but I can speak for him?
0: Yeah. Because he, he isn't actually Jacob there, but he can speak for him.
1: Well, I don't know. We've never really seen Jacob in another form.
0: Not yet, no. But you will, and that will be Christian Shepherd. Okay.
1: All, right. <laughs> All right. Well, it's definitely a loose end either way. Yes, it is, yeah. And number 20, I think we can, without any discussion, we can say it's a loose end. It's Aaron. <laughs> a little turnip head, basically.
0: Aaron or Aaron.
1: He's uh, supposedly so important, can't be raised by an other or another, and that's all that's happened in his life. He's been
0: <laughs> that's it, yeah.
1: He's been kidnapped and, and uh, hidden, and he's traveled more of the world than I have. And we have no idea why he's important.
0: No. Question for you, though. Yeah. Did he die in the crash? Ooh. I, I only say that because I've been watching season one recently. And
1: Claire didn't feel the baby until... And Something
0: happened. Until Jin gave her a piece of fish that he'd just caught out from the island. As soon as he, uh, she ate that piece of fish, he started kicking.
1: I would say no, just because then the whole idea of being raised by another and all is, is kind of relevant. I, I don't know. I don't think that's the case. Okay. I think it was just... Uh,
0: just a, just just a thought there. I, I, it's It's surprising how differently you view these... Earlier seasons, once yep. you know what's happened uh, in like season five, and just little tweaks and nicks and crannies there, and they all seem to take a, a different twist on things. Well, now, do you think Ethan
1: did anything to him, or do you think that they just wanted the baby for the population? <laughs> you know, he was pure, he could be taken, it was a rare baby being born that was conceived off island. Yeah. I mean all those injections and the vaccinations and stuff I don't know
0: I don't know maybe they're looking after a future leader but I'm, I'm not too sure but I think there's a lot more to come from him in yeah. the future well that puts us through
1: number 20 so we'll wrap up this section of our top 50 lost loose ends from IGN.com um, check back at our next episode and we'll take a look at the top 20 and then we'll take it from there
0: excellent see you again, all
1: right thanks a lot. And don't forget to check out our other podcast apotheosis of a bombast at bombastpodcast.podbean.com and send us email about this or any other episodes at rethinking lost all in one word at gmail.com excellent. All right thanks a lot and we'll see you
0: soon.